The cold and snow of another approaching Syracuse winter are taking hold, but things are pretty warm at the Onondaga County War Memorial. The Syracuse Crunch are one of the hottest teams in professional hockey, winners of nine in a row entering Friday night's game against the Providence Bruins. While the winning streak coincides with Crunch owner Howard Dolgan ordering the team to change their goal song from I Lived by One Republic to Out of Our Heads by the Dropkick Murphys, I think Syracuse Crunch head coach Ben Grew may have something to do with that winning streak as well. I sat down in a small coach's office in the corner of the War Memorial for this week's Syracuse Sports Podcast with Ben Grew to find out the secret to the Crunch's success. What has year two in Syracuse been like for Grew, the coach who led the Crunch to the Calder Cup Finals a season ago? And what's it like to coach an up-and-coming professional hockey player who also happens to be his son. My conversation with Crunch head coach Ben Grew is next. How about a shout out to another winning team, the Bill Rapp Superstore. My guys, Brian and Bruce Rapp, are celebrating the season with slam dunk deals on new Subarus, Buicks, GMCs. How about pre-owned? They've got pre-owned. They've got you covered at Bill Rapp. Always a great deal. Check it out yourself. Shop online at BillRapp.com. So we're here with Ben Grew, head coach of the Syracuse Crunch. Now, it's formally it's Benoit, right? <laughs> but you go by Ben. Yeah, exactly. Like, when my mom called me Benoit, it's because I, I, I've done something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I always knew when I heard my middle name, yeah, yeah. I was in trouble, so I hear you there. <laughs> so, Ben, you guys have won, as we sit here, we're recording yeah. this here in yeah. the coach's office at the War Memorial on a Wednesday. The Crunch play again Friday the 15th yeah. against Providence. Get your tickets now and head out for that game. And Ben, you guys have won nine in a row. Yeah. And you are scoring goals left and right in this winning streak. So clearly it's when Howard Dolgan changed that goal song that yeah. it just changed the fortunes <laughs> of this hockey team, right? Yeah. You know what? It's uh, It's been good. Like our our guys have been playing real well. Uh, you're talking about uh, our team scoring, but we don't give much. Like we don't allow... Uh, uh, we don't allow many shots, many scoring chances, and many goals. So uh, I think what I like about our team right now is I think our game is more balanced than ever. Like we're a better team in the three zones. Obviously, all that's possible because of that trade that uh, Tampa Bay made. Uh, I believe our uh, the arrival of uh, Louis Domingue uh, changed a lot, uh, changed our team, gave us... Uh, confidence he's giving us a, ch- a chance to win every night uh, and at this level y- your goaltending has got to play for 950 920 uh, in save percentage if you want to have a chance to to be a good team and uh, when you look at the top teams in the league whether it's Toronto or Manitoba Tucson those teams have the goaltending uh, that they need to, to be a top team in the league. And this is what we've been having uh, the last 12 games. Like, I think uh, Louis has been uh, playing for 9.25 or so. And even the kid, Connor, has been playing well. Like, the last three, uh, three win, I think, a save percentage pretty high. So it's a big difference in our game. It gave us uh, a chance to, uh, to make mistakes. Like when, when, when you're fragile, uh, when your back end is fragile, 
Uh, you always remember the mistake that the defenseman or their centerman's making during the game because it costs a goal. And when your backhand is solid, like it is right now, uh, you forget those mistakes. Like you just move on and uh, it's another hockey play than anything else. So now for us, I think it's it's the big difference. Like our, our goaltending has been very solid lately. And uh, it, it's we're having a chance. Uh, and I think our guys... Are, Playing with, they're playing with way more confidence now, and that's probably why we're uh, scoring more goals and we're letting less in. Ben, you brought up the trade, and it was a trade that was made early in the season, and yeah. this is an organization in Tampa Bay that's not afraid to strike when they see an opportunity. Yeah. It's an interesting dynamic you have at goalie, because you have Louie, who's yeah. a little bit of a, a veteran who's been around. You've yeah. got young Connor Ingram, and yeah. that was the dynamic when Michael Lighton was yeah. here as yeah. well. So. You know, you, you started to get into it a little bit there, but how are you managing that dynamic between a veteran guy who yeah. sparked the team and a, and a young kid yeah. who Tampa wants to see play and is kind of yeah. learning his way through? Well, I think it's the same way as we did with uh, Michael Layton when he was here. I think that Layton was a, a good goalie for us. Like, he was a good veteran, a good leader for our team. Uh, he did not perform the way he wanted to, to perform, but... I think that that will come in, on his side sooner than later. But right now, I think uh, Louis is here. He wants to prove that he's still a good goalie. He had a rough start this year in uh, Arizona. He wants to prove he's still a good goalie. The way he's playing, he wants to get back in the NHL. And I think he's a good model now for Connor. And I think. The way Luis playing now, he's helping himself, he's helping our team, he's helping his career, and he's helping our young goalie. So it's it's a win-win situation. I think it's less pressure on Connor when he plays. Like he's got a better team in front of him, and he feels that he doesn't have to make the difference all the time, so he's playing more relaxed, and uh, he, he's more in control when he's playing. Obviously, He's more used to this league as well. Like it took him an adjustment, like any other young players that we have on our team. So, uh, but overall, like I thought we had a good tandem before, and now we have a, a, a real good tandem together. And uh, so, like I said, so far so good. Uh, we expect to uh, to go through some adversity. Like it's it's still young in the season. We expect. Uh, that adversity to uh, to come at us at one point this year, and we'll deal with it. But right now, it's been uh, pretty good. I wanted to ask you about a couple other guys, Ben. You've got a young player. We, we saw a little bit of them in the Calder Cup Finals in the playoffs a few months ago. Anthony Sorelli comes in, and yeah. I think everybody that saw him said, boy, there's a future player for this yeah. team. He comes in. He's your leading scorer right now. How has he been able to come in and, and take command of this yeah. team in that essence right now, and, and, and yeah. what do you see from him? I think his game picked up the last the last month. Uh, he came in this year. He, he had a decent start. Uh, he was putting up points, but I think his overall his game was decent. Like he he had to adjust to a new league and playing against men day in and day out. Like when you come in from the the, the junior level and you play one playoff round, it's only six games. So the adrenaline is there, the motivation is there. You're, you're, you're so hyper, you're so excited to play there. 
So it's another dynamic. Now you come in the AHL, day in and day out, you gotta be, you gotta perform, you gotta be in the gym, it's a new lifestyle for you, you're on your own. So you had to adjust to many different things like many of our young guys here. And like I said, for me, he had a decent start, but I think his game was not as complete as it is now. I feel now is is uh, he, he's playing, he, he finds his groove, he, uh, he's playing with more confidence, he's more assertive out there. Like, I think you can, when you look at Anthony Cirelli, he's not doing only good things offensively, but I think he's doing a lot of good things offensively as well. When you look at this plus-minus, at one point he was minus eight or nine, and now I think his plus-minus is almost at zero, so it shows a, an improvement there, even though it's on, those, those numbers are they're, they're not telling everything. But, uh, but overall, I think he's, uh, he's progressing well. He's a great person, he's a competitor, and uh, more and more you see the NHL player in him. And this is what I like, like you have players and you see where they're going with Anthony, I think more and more it's about when he's gonna play, not if he's, gonna, if he's playing. Another uh, player who's really stood out in the, in the winning streak you've had here and is really starting to come into his own is, yeah. is Matt Bodia on the yeah. defensive yeah. side of things. What, what's he been doing right? Well, I think he's more poised with the puck. He, he had to adjust to uh, another environment, another coaching staff, another way to play, especially in the D zone. So for him at first, I don't think he was, uh, he, he was uh, confident to do those certain things different. And I think it was a big adjustment for him. But it seems that now he's more relaxed, he's more confident, and he's got more confidence in himself. And like you said, he's he's make he's playing so well. Like he's uh, he's a quiet uh, general out there, and uh, you don't see him. But he's not making any mistakes. He's got a good sticks. He competes. So overall, he's been, like I said, I think he's had an okay start, like the rest of the team, I would say. But now he's playing real well, and I like the way the way he carries himself. And I think he's also helping our young defensemen, which is, we need that, they need that, obviously. And so, like I said, very happy with Matt, and uh, I think he brings a lot to our team right now. Adam Ernie's a guy who's also scoring yeah, a lot yeah, right yeah. now. A hat trick recently against Utica. Yeah. Crunch fans always like to see yeah. those big wins over Utica. Yeah. Uh, what are you seeing from him right now? I think it's, he, he's taking his game to another level. When I, I mentioned that I see Cervelli becoming an NHL player every day, I think Adam is going towards this way as well. I think his game is more solid he's 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 tougher to play against in in the way that he's hanging on to the puck he when he has the puck it's it's not easy to take the puck away from him now i think he's he's much better defensively at uh taking pucks away being in the way from the uh, position and uh, being in the lane and so i think he understands more and more the details he's got to bring every day what's necessary to become an NHL player. I think he understand that more and more. And that's the reason why probably he's having more success and he's, 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 he's on the good path right now. We'll have more of our conversation with Syracuse Crunch head coach Ben Grew after this word from Bill Rapp. 
I remember my sister got a car for Christmas one time. Man, I was so jealous. The Rap family at the Bill Rap Superstore, I think they're going to make some more siblings like me pretty jealous this holiday. Thanks to game-winning deals on new and pre-owned vehicles, the Rap family, big SU Hoops fans, can't guarantee that every new vehicle they have comes in orange, but they can guarantee 100% satisfaction. Check it out yourself, BillRap.com. Bleed orange, save green. Hey, I like that. At Bill Rap Superstore, always a great deal, always the smart choice. I don't know if they have those big bows that you put on cars. I'm not sure about that. You may have to get that yourself, but you can get a great deal at Bill Rap. I know that. So, Ben, we went over a few names. Yeah. Give me a couple I didn't mention that should be mentioned. I know you love yeah. all your kids yeah, and yeah. your team, but who, who's really yeah. stood out for you? Not just in this winning streak, but guys yeah. overall this season that you think deserve a little shout out here. Well, I think uh, Reed McNeil, uh, McBain. Uh, I think they've been very solid for us offensively. Uh, uh, Kneeler, we uh, we needed his presence, like his physicality. He's doing a great job with the kids. He's uh, he's good on the PK. Our PKs one playing pretty well, and he's one of the reason why. And Boehner, same thing. Like I think he take he took his game to another level. He's playing 22 minutes and plus every night, and he's he's. He's our go-to guy on defense, like playing power play PK. So those two defensively, I think they're they're playing pretty well. Many names I can mention. Like I, I like the progression of uh, the Chernak, the, the the Spencer, Matthew Joseph's playing well. I think Carter Varegi is another name that I really like on our team. Volkov, yeah, he's another guy that it's not about if, it's more about when. I think he's uh, one of our, probably one of our talented, most talented players that we have here. So all, all those guys, but those guys are among others. Like I think it's a team concept. And uh, I think they have fun to play together right now, obviously when you win nine in a row. Uh, but I, I like the fact that again today, we come to the rink after two days off. We had a practice yesterday. They come to the rink. And I see that they're they're going about their business. Don't take anything for granted. And we know that this weekend we have a big challenge against Providence and uh, Lehigh Valley. Ben, uh, this is your second year here yeah. in Syracuse. It was a heck of a first year. You guys made a call to yeah. cup run while you're getting used to things here and being in the Tampa organization. And you come into year two, yeah. you know, and now you're having a little bit of success. But you mentioned there's a long way to go, and you're yeah. going yeah. to hit some adversity here. But just generally. What's it like in year two here versus year one? What are the things you know and you're used to and, and that you like about being here in Syracuse? Yeah. You know what? I really like this uh, this organization, and I really like the team we put together this year. Uh, we knew this year our team was uh, going to be younger and the challenges would be different, but I think it's an opportunity for us to, uh, to teach them more, to take uh, more time. I think I'm, as a second-year coach, uh, last year when I came in, I have an older group, so I want to put an identity on the team. I want to put my touch on the team, but I want to go step by step as well. Like you're starting, you're communicating with your guys, and you're taking your time. You put your your print on the team. You're teaching. You're sending the messages. This year, I think it's for me that 
it's even more like yeah i i'm even more myself like i'm teaching even more to those guys where i think we're taking we try to take our teaching and identity to another level it's something we have to uh to work on every day and uh, like i said I, i really like this team like i think we have a great bunch of uh individual uh, they want to do things right and uh I remember a conversation with Julian Brisbois earlier this year. Our record was was not like what it was now. And I told him, I said, you know what? We had another great day today. I thought the the team is moving forward. I'd like to think that it's a matter of time. Like our record doesn't show the the work we're doing every day. Hopefully it will come. But uh, this this is what I think about this team. And for me, like... Two new coaches again this year. Last year I was the, the 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 new guy here. I've learned a lot with uh, with Jeff, Kali, and uh, David. And this year, with a new coaching staff, it, it's 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 good for me to have Jeff back because we he knows how how we work, and uh, so it's for Ken and uh, Carl to get familiar with us. It it's another challenge, like for coaches to be on the same page quickly and all that. But it, it's great, and you know what? It, it makes us better. And uh, like I said, I, I like the team. I like the city. I think our uh, Howard... I can't say enough about Howard, uh, uh, Vance, and uh, Jim. Like, I remember one phone call. Like, we, we lost a game in Toronto, and uh, I think our record is 4-9-3. and three. And Howard called me and told me uh, how much he... Uh, he feels for me and the team, and uh, he knows how much we invest. And he's, he said, if if you want to talk, Benny, anytime I'm here. And so that phone call means a lot for me. It's gonna be reassuring for your yeah. owner to reach no, out exactly. and be accessible and, like that. And yeah. and it, it it feels good for me because like we're all on the same page here. And when when you know that your boss, one of my boss, obviously is Tampa Bay, but the word here. When you know that he knows what you think, he knows the investment you're doing every day with the team, it's great to see that, and it shows the person he is as well. You mentioned being a part of this Tampa Bay organization, Ben. I mean, the Lightning, as we speak, they're the best team in the NHL, healthy, and that team is laced with Syracuse Crunch alumni. they got to stay healthy. they they got (laughs) to stay healthy. That's the key. Knock on wood, right? That's always the key, it seems. But, man, that roster up and down, it just shows you – how much Tampa believes in yeah. nurturing and developing players yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. Some you've coached, some you haven't. Yeah. So what's that dynamic like to see the back and forth and knowing, like yeah. you said, they got to stay yeah. healthy because yeah. that means you get your players yeah. here yeah. and you don't have to keep shipping them up there. There yeah. was just a, all kinds of crazy call-ups last year. Yeah. Looking at it now, a long way to go certainly, yeah. but why is this Lightning team so good? Well, I think they, they believe in uh, drafting a certain type of players. When you look at their identity, it's based on speed and skills. When you look at our team here, basically the same thing. And when you look at the pipeline, we, we still have young kids coming in next year, like the, the Taylor Radish is going to be on Team Canada, the World Junior. Uh, Awadun, who's going to have a chance to be on that team as well. We have Sosanov, a big defenseman, Libor Ajak, the first pick, uh, Cal Foot, Boris Kachuk. So we have six, seven, eight guys coming in next year on this team and they're a good prospect and when you look at them they all have the same like uh characteristic like they're good skilled player like 
good size, good speed. So I think that's that's how Tampa, that's how the, that's what they believe in. That's how they draft. And when you look at the past, at what they've done in the past, like they've won the Calder Cup with Norfolk back then. This team here in Syracuse lost twice in the final. So their record shows a lot of good things. And for, for us coaches, it's great to be part of this development program and to be associated with the Tampa Bay Lightning because we're, we have the chance, the opportunity to work with good players. As a coach, when you're going somewhere and the challenge is to survive, it, it, it's not always a fun challenge. Like you go there, you feel that, you know what, at this level we need three, four coaches, we need this, we need that, we need, we need resources, we need backing, we need players. And you, you're in an organization that doesn't provide that the challenges are not only on the ice, but they're everywhere else. But now I feel that with this organization, it's the only thing you have to do is to perform. Like I come here every day with the other coaches and our jobs to focus on our players. There's nothing else to do. Like everything is taken care of. We, we have the personnel in place. We have the talent in place. And even though they're young and they're not always ready or nothing's perfect, it's, it's for us a great challenge because every day we scratch our head and we're thinking and we're challenging ourselves and we're, we're debating in the office about should we do this, should we do that, how are we going to teach this and this and that. And like after two days off yesterday, we had two, two sessions uh, of practice with the, the, our team and plus another sessions of power skating. So I think... That, that tells you a little bit about how we think in this organization. It's not about we win nine games and we're all right, we're good, we're so happy and all that. It's about this is a process. It's a long season. Our goal is to get our team better, not only collectively but individually. And I think everybody understands their role. And it's it's been uh, so far. It's my second year, but it, it's been like last year I was very happy to be here. This year it's a different challenge, but I, I'm I'm very uh, grateful to uh, Tampa and uh, Syracuse uh, for having me here. So you're developing players for Tampa, yeah. but you're also uh, developing a prospect in the family who's in junior <laughs> hockey right now, and you know, word on the street is that uh, he's got some pretty high uh, scouting yeah. marks at the yeah. NHL level. So how do you balance being yeah. a dad but having – a, a son who wants to play professional hockey is at a high level of hockey and yeah. you know balancing being a father but also yeah. you know you want to offer him yeah. uh, some hockey tidbits here and there yeah. I would imagine yeah yeah you know what a little bit more now than uh, a few years ago I really try to stay away from being a, a second coach for my son like he wasn't in a good program back home and uh, he, he had good coaches and the last thing I wanted to do with him it's to Recoach the game that he just played and uh, I always tell him that you got a coach and you listen to him and if you're not happy go see him like I'm not gonna go knock at the co coach coach's door to tell him this this and that I don't think it would have been uh, uh, successful for me to do it with my position back home it, it would have been too much pressure on those coaches volunteer coaches and for me, I think it's it was good to stay away. Now he's playing junior. He's he's going to the next draft. Uh, I think he's having a good season. They have a 
hell of a good good team. Uh, young prospect uh, across the board. Uh, it's a good year for him. Last year was a challenging year, being a 16 years old in that league. This year he's doing well. I think he's got 15 or 16 goals in 30 games. Uh, things are going well. He's got a lot of things to, to learn still. He's no different than the players I'm coaching downstairs, other than he's my son. <laughs> so we try to balance our conversation, like a little bit about us and then the hockey. But one thing I like about him now, it's I think he's, uh, he's mature. He's mature a lot. And uh, you know what? He was with us last year. Uh, he followed us in the playoff. Uh, starting against Toronto and he was everywhere with this team here's the Syracuse crunch and he saw our guys like uh, preparing practicing playing and I remember sitting with him in uh, Grand Rapids in the stands during the the warm-up and he looked at me and he goes like I gotta play here I gotta play here I like I can't believe the life those guys have and I told him I said hey Joe it's only the AHL here. <laughs> <laughs> Next level, it's, it's, it's something else. That's the ultimate else. prize. And so I think he realized more and more that becoming a hockey player for him, it's not tomorrow, but he's got to take care of tomorrow and then after tomorrow and after tomorrow. And this is for the next four, five, six years from now. And he's going to be 22, 23 years old. And his goal is to play in the NHL, and I think he'll he'll find a way to get there because he understands that the process that he's got to have the grit, everyday grit to go to the gym, to go to the rink, and work on those area that's going to make him a better player. It's going to make the difference between him and another player. So I think he understands more and more. And uh, last night he showed me video. He sent sent me video by uh, phone. Uh, about two plays in the NHL he saw on TV, like Toronto and Philly, and uh, one play of Tampa Bay, St. Louis. So it's good for me to see that my son's is paying attention more, and he's he's not the kid anymore. He's still a kid at uh, 17 years old, but he's he's changing, and he realized that wow, that that's a good league. Those players are good, and I gotta go that way. Well, Ben, there's a, a coach up on the hill at Syracuse University who's going to coach his son next year. Yeah. You never know. I mean, yeah. maybe Tampa Bay. Well, you know uh, some people. Can go take a look at him. Yeah. You, One you thing know, leads to the next. You never know, right? I, I'm going to say this. I don't have any uh, ambition to coach my son. Uh, Tampa Bay is going to do what they have to do. And uh, for me, it's his dream is to play in the NHL. And uh, hopefully... He's going to have a good draft uh, this coming June, and uh, he'll realize his dream. Ben, thank you so much for the time. Best of luck the rest of the season. And Thanks appreciate very much. you joining us here on the Syracuse Sports Podcast. All right, my pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Syracuse Sports Podcast. Make sure to subscribe in iTunes. Look for us on Apple Podcasts to get the latest delivered right to your phone, iPad, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Brent Axe. We'll talk to you next time.